How to Make Self-Improvement Suck Dramatically Less, as found on thekinlane.com. They don't know you, but you know you. One of the reasons why most lifestyle enhancement plans and products fail is that they were not designed with you in mind. These influencers and plan developers don't know you. They have no clue about what lifestyle changes would be sustainable for you. They don't know what activities you hate doing and which you enjoy. But do you know who does know? You do. That's who. What do you enjoy doing? To design a growth-oriented lifestyle tailored to your specifications, the process itself must be enjoyable, or at least potentially enjoyable. Step 1. Jot down what you like to do. Bring to mind all of the things you currently enjoy doing, as well as activities you once enjoyed, regardless of their positive or negative implications. Physically jotting these down on a piece of paper or typing them into a document may prove to be helpful. Step 2. Strike through the destructive habits. Recall or look through these activities and strike through all of the activities that are bad for you. These can range from unhealthy habits like smoking or excessive drinking to compulsive social media checking, maintaining toxic relationships, and the like. Step 3. Highlight the activities that are good for you. Regardless of how unhealthy your favorite activities are, there are likely a few that aren't bad for you. Heck, some may even be good for you. There are probably even some that are extremely good for you that you haven't thought about in decades. Even still, there are likely some activities you enjoy that share an unlikely component with something that is good for you. Let's use some examples to get the wheels turning. Activities you currently enjoy that are good for you. Okay, maybe you're not a total loaf of soggy bread. Maybe you genuinely enjoy the occasional walk around town. Perhaps you enjoy learning from historical documentaries. Consider the things you do every day that aren't actively hastening your demise. Activities you once enjoyed but hadn't thought about since. Did you play sports in high school, middle school, elementary school? Did you enjoy writing stories as a kid? How about painting? Have you stopped playing a musical instrument because life got too busy? Activities you enjoy that could correspond to something good for you. Do you enjoy sitting still? Look at you, you potential meditator you. Do you tend to doodle during inconsequential meetings? Is that a budding illustrator I see? What are your personal goals? We all have positive goals in life. Maybe you want to achieve and maintain a certain level of fitness. Perhaps you'd like to get more sleep. Maybe you want to become an avid reader. Bring these specific goals to mind and jot them down. The more specific, the better. And finally, use your favorite activities as goals in your growth. Whether you physically wrote down your goals and favorite activities or just have them at the forefront of your mind, begin to draw lines between the two. Which of your favorite activities can you leverage towards your goals? Which of your past favorite activities could you revisit to aid your progress? Which of your favorite activities are negatively inhibiting your goals? How can you replace these harmful yet enjoyable activities with positive activities you enjoy? Stuff you enjoy plus stuff that's good for you equals stuff you should do. When you leverage your favorite activities that also happen to align with your goals, you can begin to craft a growth-oriented lifestyle you enjoy. For example, I jump rope because it's fun. Fitness is a side effect. When I was in elementary school, in the early to mid-90s, Jump Rope for Heart was on a crusade to get kids jumping rope. I remember enjoying the experience thoroughly. However, once I moved into middle school, where gym class was optional, 
I didn't touch a jump rope again until I was into my 30s. Why did I pick up jump rope again? Was it because I was at my heaviest of 235 pounds? Was it because I was researching various forms of exercise and found jump rope to be one of the most underrated forms of cardio? Nope, it just looked fun, and it was. Beginning again as an easily winded sack of flab means it wasn't necessarily easy, but even as an utterly sedentary desk jockey, I enjoyed the challenge. Every week my stamina increased and my body began to change. I had no specific weight loss goal in mind, aside from possibly dipping below 200 pounds for the first time in about five years. That happened rather uneventfully because, though the process was challenging, it didn't suck. I enjoyed pushing myself to my limits and leaving puddles of sweat in my driveway. I would look forward to my next jump rope session with anticipation rather than dread. At the time I write this, I jump rope six days a week, regardless of the weather, for 15 to 30 minutes striving to keep an average heart rate above 145 BPM. Is it hard some mornings? Yes. Is it challenging to push through when I feel like giving up? Definitely. Does it suck? Absolutely not. Leverage what you consider fun. Lean into what you consider challenging. Whether you're looking to run a faster mile, lose and keep off a certain amount of weight, or develop a useful meditation habit, utilizing the activities you already enjoy will help you not only tolerate the growth process, but crave it. When you use enjoyable activities to push your journey towards achievement, you pour rocket fuel on your progress. You can find more pieces like this at thekinlane.com. And don't forget to subscribe to thekinlane.com on your favorite podcast app.